Welcome to Behind the Spotlight, a different kind of podcast where we have real, deep conversations with entrepreneurs and celebrity visionaries who are making their potential possible. They are certainly ahead of their time and worthy of yours. So listen as I take your favorite entrepreneurs off a pedestal and onto a bar stool right next to you. In life, it all comes down to building powerful, long-lasting relationships in a thoughtful, authentic way. You know, we all see that highlight reel of successful entrepreneurs, but I want to take you behind the spotlight and show you who they were before they figured it all out. Let's explore the sometimes torturous, but always interesting paths their lives have taken. So I'm Beth, speaker, author, entrepreneur, and a magnetic business mentor. I help entrepreneurs to strategically prepare their business and gain exposure through collaboration and media so they can make their mark on the world. I'm a huge believer in the power of potential to catapult your life forward. So join me as we explore stories of some of our favorite people leveraging their past to make their potential possible on Behind the Spotlight. Hey, it's Beth. This week, all you get is me. I figured I've been talking to you with my favorite entrepreneurs for 20 episodes now, and maybe it's a little time for uh, you and I to get to know each other. So I'll start with where it all began. So I'm a Jersey girl through and through. I grew up in Northern Jersey. I have a sister and a brother and great parents who own their own businesses, and that's where my entrepreneurial spirit really started. I remember when I was 14, I had gotten a bunch of slides, and decoupage glue and magazines and I had made these accessories pins out of those materials and I'd taken them over to a shop in Livingston it was called today's teen and actually sold them in the store I only made three um, and I sold them in the store and while I was in there selling these pieces to the owner manager she offered me a job so I actually ended up working there for a little while, but I think that's where I really got that, like, oh, I can create something and, and see if somebody else will want it and make money from it. Ah, this is a good idea. And watching my parents really build their businesses around things that they love to do. My dad is really into cars, and I don't just mean like likes cars, I mean really into cars. Um, and he owns car washes. But growing up, my parents also opened a high end luxury travel company where it all started with my bat mitzvah. Yeah, my dad had an idea of something that he found would be good in the marketplace and created it. And until COVID, it was doing really, really well. I even worked there for a while. But, you know, I really grew up listening to my dad on his, yes, on his cell phone. So in the 80s, one of those big cell phones, driving around with him and seeing how people treated him and how he treated people and how he got work done, you know, it really made a big impact on me. So when I first went to college, I wanted to be involved. I knew I didn't want to be on the college board, but I ended up being on the concert bureau, which meant I did all the promotions for the concerts. I created the flyers and I told everybody in town and I got, you know, the local pizza place to hand out flyers when they delivered pizzas. And um, that year that I did that, it was Adam Sandler came to Ithaca. That's where I went to college. And the spin doctors came to Ithaca and a couple other comedians. Those are only ones that I remember, but I just remember loving the fact that I was that close to people who were real artists, were entertainers, were celebrities. Like I was like, oh, I really like this. And I've always loved TV. Um, so when the opportunity came 
to have an internship in L.A., where, by the way, my sister lives in California, I jumped at the chance. I wanted to be considered for the program. So I was waiting to hear back if I had gotten into the L.A. program, visiting my sister in California with my friend Melissa, I believe is her name. Um, And we went to the comedy store. I think it was a comedy store in L.A. So picture this. We're in this dark, smoky comedy, you know, show at the show. It's in the middle of the week. I think it was a Wednesday. And, you know, the comedians are fine. But my friend and I are also like 20 years younger than everybody else in the room. And Jay Leno comes out. And I've always been a big fan of the show. I like his style. I like his how he interviews. He starts talking to us. He's like, hey, so what are you girls doing here? We're like, oh, we're on spring break. Ah, you know, whatever we said. But he asked us what our majors were. I don't remember what Melissa's was, but mine was corporate communications. And he's like, what are you going to do with that one day? And I said, I'm going to work for you. He's like, oh, really? Come talk to me after the show. So I spoke to him after the show and he's like, tell me about you. Where are you from? That kind of stuff. And I was like, actually, I'd love an internship. I don't know what came over me, but I said that. I guess it was just my gumption. Um. And he was like, oh, okay, so come to the studio tomorrow morning. And he gave me the information. Remember, people, this was before the internet and cell phones. Um, he gave me the information. I showed up the next day in the morning, interviewed with three people, including him. And they called me that night and said, hey, you're in. <laughs> I was like, I'm in? They're like, yeah, you're going to be one of our 1994 interns for the summer. <laughs> and I screamed and yelled and cried and was so excited. Um, and I loved it. I went, I, you know, the school program worked out that I could do the internship alongside them. I lived in LA for that summer and I got to intern at The Tonight Show. Where, and that was the summer of Forrest Gump. So it was like Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Harrison Ford, the Smithereens were there. I'm thinking who else was there? Lots of comedians. Um, and I'll tell you my favorite, two, I have two favorite Tonight Show stories. The first is I took Rita Wilson to the bathroom. And, you know, we're just talking on the way there on the way back. And she's holding my hand the whole way back from the bathroom. And all I could think of is if she washed her hands. Like, I'm sure Rita Wilson washes her hands. But, you know, I was put on the green rooms because I could interact with the celebrities and not get crazy. Um, But that actually made me a little crazy. But my favorite story from The Tonight Show is when Harry Connick Jr. and his band came. I was in the studio with them. I was bringing everybody lunch and getting stuff and, you know, working with the producer and doing like doing whatever I could to just be around and be there. And I made friends with the bassist. I don't remember what his name is. I just remember that he had this huge mustache <laughs> and he was so interesting and he had one of those really low voices. So he had sent me his address. I had given my, him my address and he said, when I come to New Jersey, I'll send you tickets, bring a friend. And he did, which is like, you know, in the TV business, they don't always do what they say. So he said, got, I got tickets. I took my best friend from kindergarten. Her name is Sharon. I took her to the show at the uh, PNC Art Center. It's an outdoor arena. And we went backstage afterwards because he had given us backstage passes. So we're in backstage of the PNC and we're walking towards the dressing rooms. Harry Connick is walking towards us. I turn and I say, hey, Harry, it's Beth from The Tonight Show. And he stops because I said, it's Beth from The Tonight Show. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You were there in in the summer or whatever he said. He shook my hand. He took a picture. He said, thanks so much. And, and he kept walking and we ended up finding my friend and hanging out for a while. And don't remember, I honestly don't remember if we went to the party or not, but I just remember being like, hey, Harry, and him turning around and talking to me. It was really the quite, the most amazing experience, which I don't think 
not I don't think, I know that I did not realize what I was doing or realize how I was behaving really gave me the trajectory of where I wanted to go because then, you know, when I went back to school at Ithaca, I graduated. My first job out of school was with MTV. And that's actually another great story. I was in a bar in Hoboken. The guy behind me has an MTV t-shirt on. And he's talking to his friend about work. And I just, you know, I'm listening, I'm sitting there and I start up a conversation with them. And I was like, hey, I heard you worked at MTV. He's like, yeah, I work in HR. And I was like, jackpot. Oh, I would love to come in and interview. Is there anything open? Um, he's like, I don't know. Call me on Tuesday or whatever it was. Um, and I will see what I can do. And he, I called. I went in for an interview and I actually got a job in their special services department. And I was doing editing for award shows, helping with the award shows, actually MTV award shows and like the industry award shows, um, doing all little special things that I could. And I worked there for a couple of years um, and I loved it. And I loved working in production. Um, but what I really love now is creating content and being my own producer and then getting to be on TV in front of the camera. And that's a lot of what I'm going to show you guys this year is the behind the scenes, what I've been doing, how I do it, why I do it, what I do with my clients, um, the successes that they're having along with this podcast. And I love putting this information out there for you to see that everyone's just a person. And I hope that the stories are challenging you, educating you and motivating you to be in action to create something else for yourself. Um, because that's mine. My, my uh, goal for this year is to really create more of what I've been doing with more systems because <laughs> I'm not the best at systems. And I have my productivity coach, Chelsea Westman, help me out with my systems and procedures. Um, but I see the turn and I see how Everything that I've been doing since I started Blue Barn Kitchen 10 years ago has gotten me to this point and how I am able to not only help people build their businesses up and get them really strong, but I'm able to help them layer on publicity and media through like, you know, friends and family and actually just reaching out to somebody in the media and getting to be on their platform as well. So continue to listen. I'm so, so grateful for you, for every single one of you listening. I have some more amazing guests coming up. Also coming up, which is a sneak peek behind the TV spotlight, I'm going to be bringing you more stories about what it's actually like to be on TV for your first time and then if it's your 10th time. So I'm so excited about bringing all that to you and everything that happens I'm going to be sharing. So stay tuned. If there's somebody that you'd like to hear, somebody that you'd like me to interview, please let me know. And always remember to subscribe and review the podcast and then go over to BethNydick.com and download our free Media Lab workbook just for you. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Love you.